This is Parliament Watch from the Hindu, a podcast tracking the heartbeat of Indian democracy. Good morning, listeners. Today is Monday, the 1st of August, and you're listening to the Parliament Watch podcast by The Hindu. This is your host, Diksha Munjal. As the monsoon session starts off on a fresh week, stay tuned as we apprise you of what happened in both houses of the Parliament on Friday or the 10th day of the monsoon session. weeks of the monsoon session have passed while two more remain. The first two were marked by continued disruption and the suspension of 27 MPs in total, some for the whole term, with opposition and treasury benches being at loggerheads. Friday wasn't any different. Both houses were adjourned by 12pm amid the ruckus. Talking about how the logjam affected legislative business and the productivity of houses, In the two weeks that went by, or during 10 of the 18 sittings slated for this monsoon session, the Rajya Sabha logged a productivity of just 19%, while the Lok Sabha was 26% productive, according to PRS legislative research. At the start of this session, 32 bills were listed for passing, of which 8 were pending discussion and passage, and 24 were completely new bills to be introduced, discussed and passed in both houses. After 10 days of the session, 32 bills still remain pending in the Parliament as just the Indian Antarctic Bill, the Family Courts Amendment Bill and the Anti-Doping Bill have been passed in just the Lok Sabha. More important than just the passing of the bills, the quality of the parliamentary process is determined by the time spent on deliberating legislation and the quality of discussion. With just eight more sittings remaining and the opposition still demanding a discussion on issues like GST and inflation, it is left to be seen how the parliament manages to carry out comprehensive legislative business. Of the 118 total hours assigned for the monsoon session, 62 were supposed to be for government business, while the rest were marked for other significant business such as the question hour, zero hour and private members business. In the past two weeks, the question hour was completed just once in the upper house and not even once in the Lok Sabha, while zero hour discussions took place a couple of times in both houses private members' legislative business was taken up on just one Friday and in one house. To put into perspective what the state of proceedings in the last two weeks means for the Parliament and to give an idea about how the remaining session might pan out, we have with us the Senior Associate Editor at The Hindu, Amit Barua. Just two bills have been cleared in the ongoing monsoon session of parliament by the Lok Sabha. One is the Indian Antarctic Bill and the other is the Family Courts Amendment Bill. The past week in the Lok Sabha has been witnessed to acrimonious scenes with the controversy relating to Adhir Ranjan Chaudhary of the Congress's uh, comments about President Draupadi Murmu and then his apology. Uh, 
plus uh, Sonia Gandhi walking up to a bunch of ruling BJP MPs and according to what the Congress party alleges, she was surrounded or gherawed by a large number of BJP MPs. So will the coming week be any different? We are given to understand that there is an informal agreement between the treasury benches and the opposition that a discussion on GST will be taken up uh, this week. It might come up uh, in uh, the Lok Sabha on Monday and in the Rajya Sabha on Tuesday. However, this is an informal agreement still and we will have to wait until uh, the publication of the business lists of the both houses to see whether this has been actualized. If that is the case, then the chances of parliament functioning in this week are more. This monsoon session is supposed to end on uh, the 12th of August. Uh, but uh, some uh, commentators are saying that it's possible that Friday might be the last day given the holidays that come up the week after. So what does it look like till now? I think uh, to my mind, uh, it looks like uh, the kind of acrimony that we've seen uh, between the treasury benches and the opposition is yet to end. And this might cast a shadow on what happens in the coming week as well. Also, I think uh, that the habit of looking at uh, metrics of Rajya Sabha or Lok Sabha performance solely by the number of bills passed, I think that's an erroneous uh, metric to my mind. What is important is the quality of discussion that goes into the bills. It's also important uh, that many of these bills which are important and have a long-term impact must be uh, referred to select committees or standing committees depending on the discretion of either house. And this is something which, uh, you know, is quite central to our parliamentary debates and discussion. We are also seeing uh, that uh, presiding officers uh, have been very uh, strict in their decisions and the suspension of 23 MPs uh, from the Rajya Sabha, which ends uh, this week. Uh, and uh, from Monday, um, these MPs, uh, the 23 Rajya Sabha MPs will be in Parliament again in the House in Rajya Sabha and the four Lok Sabha MPs. So this is a message I think is, that is being sent out again and again by uh, the presiding officers uh, that they will not tolerate uh, opposition members uh, creating any kind of disturbance or ruckus. This too, uh, I think, hits at uh, the root of parliamentary debate and discussion. And it's important that these powers, uh, and, uh, and it's with good reason presiding officers have these powers, uh, these powers should be used uh, with great restraint and discretion and should only be used, uh, the naming of members uh, should or the suspension should be used only uh, in very extreme cases. All in all, uh, we'll have to wait and watch uh, how the next week, uh, this current week turns out. Uh, but uh, if the discussion on GST happens, as I said, uh, in the Lok Sabha and the Raj Sabha, then the chances of other legislative agenda being uh, pushed through will also brighten. Right. Thanks for the insights, Amit. As to how the Raj Sabha proceedings went down on Friday, an adjournment took place within minutes of the session's beginning. As the upper house reconvened at noon to take up the question hour, the House was adjourned again till today amid the ruckus. Ruling party members in the Upper House, including ministers, demanded an apology from Congress Chief Sonia Gandhi after Lok Sabha MP Adhir Ranjan Chaudhary's remarks about the President. 
Meanwhile, leader of opposition in the Rajya Sabha, Malik Arjun Kharge, flagged a deviation from parliamentary tradition, asking how Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman and Commerce Minister Piyush Goyal were allowed to refer to Ms. Gandhi in the upper house despite the fact that she is a member of the Lok Sabha. He drew the chair's attention to a ruling made by R. Venkat Raman, the former chairman of the Rajya Sabha, in 1987, where he had observed, No person who is not a member of this house can be referred to in the house in a derogatory manner or in any other way affecting his reputation. As for replies tabled in the house, answers given by ministries had not been made publicly available till Sunday evening. That's it from the Rajya Sabha. Now my colleague Priyali Prakash will take us through Friday's Lok Sabha proceedings. Just like the upper house, the Lok Sabha also failed to conduct any significant business on day 10 of the monsoon session. Union Minister Bhupendra Yadav was scheduled to move the Wildlife Protection Amendment Bill 2021 for consideration but proceedings were adjourned within seconds when the house convened on Friday morning. Another attempt to run the house after an hour long break was also futile and proceedings for the day were adjourned amid continued protests. The opposition MPs were raising slogans against the government while the BJP members continued to demand an apology from Congress party leader Sonia Gandhi over Adhir Ranjan Chaudhary's Rashtrapati remark. Mr Chaudhary later sent a formal apology letter to President Draupadi Murmu and stated that he had mistakenly used the incorrect word to describe the post she held. Sources said Mr Chaudhary's formal apology is a sign that the logjam in parliament could end soon. Let's take a look at a few written replies that were tabled in the Lok Sabha on Friday. Minister of State for Chemicals and Fertilizers Bhagwant Khuba informed the house that import of active pharma ingredients have increased steadily in the past 3 years. In the last 3 financial years, more than 65% of India's total imports in the category have come from China. In 2021-2022, India imported active pharma ingredients worth more than 23000 crore rupees from China. On the other hand, India has also ramped up its exports of pharmaceuticals in the last 5 years, according to the Directorate General of Commercial Intelligence and Statistics. The Indian pharmaceutical industry is currently the third largest in the world by volume. Smriti Irani, the Union Minister for Women and Child Development, informed the Lok Sabha that the government is not planning on including any provision for central government employees to avail menstrual leaves. In August 2018, a private member bill was introduced in the lower house that recommended a 4-day paid leave for women during menstruation. And now, moving on to the fact of the day. 39650.99 crore that is the amount of capital expenditure incurred by the armed forces for import of equipment and machinery in 2021 to 2022 that's it from the monday edition of the parliament watch podcast for more analysis and live updates from parliament head to our website thehindu.com or download the hindu app on your mobile phones 
You can also subscribe to The Hindu online to get unlimited access and all updates and exclusive content such as detailed explainers on upcoming bills, expert analysis and comments from our journalists and contributors. We will be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening.